Hello and welcome to Podcasters on Purpose. This is Debbie Adea, your host, and today I am so excited to share Scott Carson with you. Scott Carson is in real estate and he has the Note Closer Show podcast. <laughs> He's an exceptional podcaster, a beautiful uh, guy, just an extraordinary human, and I'm really excited to have him on the show today. So welcome to the show, Scott. You know what? Thank you very much. I'll have to pay you later for that compliment there for you. <laughs> We just speak it real here. Just saying. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Normally I do a longer intro, but Scott said, let's just dive on in. So I'll give you a little backstory on him later. Anyway, so Scott, you have an incredible way of doing podcasting that is different than a lot of the ways I've seen a lot of other people do. And uh, you want to hang on because he's actually going to talk to you a little bit about how you can get your hands on a video where he lays out how he does his whole process. So stay with us to the end of the show. We'll make sure to share that with you. And I'd love it if we can maybe dive in, talk a little bit about your business. I know you're in a specific part of real estate and uh, how the podcast integrates in with what it is that you offer. Yeah, no problem. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for having me. Always honored to be on here, Debbie, and I love hanging with you. Me too. Uh, I always wish that all of us that were great friends in our podcast, and we live closer so we'd hang out more, right? Yeah. So, Hello. That would be fantastic. Exactly. Like a pod paradise is what we should call it. Something like that. Exactly. I think John Lee DeMoss has that podcaster's paradise. But anyway, Scott Carson, Austin, Texas is home. I am a um, been an active real estate investor since 2002. And for the last decade plus, I have been focused and I'm an industry leader in my field on buying distressed mortgages, you know, distressed debt, very niche aspect of real estate investing. So we buy notes mortgages from banks where people have not paid. And then our biggest goal is once we buy that mortgage at a big discount, we become the bank. And then we reach out to the homeowners or the borrowers and try to keep them in their homes. As I like to say, instead of rehabbing properties, we work to rehab borrowers. So if we can get them paying back on time again and modifying their loans, it's a win-win across the board. For us, we get cash flow plus big profits. They stay in their house. We're able to forgive debt and things like that. So I've been buying debt for 15 plus years, teaching other real estate investors how to do it for like the last almost 10 years now. And it's like I said, it's a very small niche, maybe 20, 30,000 people total across the country do what I do versus the hundreds of thousands like landlords or fix and flippers and things like that, that love to watch that fictional shows on HGTV. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I, I started doing video back in 2009 or 10. I had my little Dell computer flip camera. You know, loved it. Testimonies with students and walk around properties for stuff like that. And I've always done that and done a lot of webinars. And when the podcasting craze came out, it used to be a lot more technologically difficult, you know, editing and splicing. I was like, I'm not going to do that. And most of the time I do one take. I'm like, if it's 90% good, roll with it. I don't care. You can see <laughs> down my face in the summer. If I stutter, I don't care. People aren't coming to my videos for Playboy or Playgirl magazine. They're coming for content. You know what I mean? <laughs> And so, even though you think I'm a beautiful individual, thank you very much, though, Debbie. Yes, you uh, are. You thank are. You, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I have done a lot of video. So I did start doing Facebook Live videos back in November 1st of 2016 on a consistent basis, just as a way to touch base with my audience. You know, I've done a pretty good job building a following online with social media and some other stuff that we do. But I just wanted to stay in touch with my tribe. You know, I, I think I went to an event. I saw Kevin Harrington speak about the power of video and all the stuff that he was doing. I was like, okay, I've, you know, hit and miss. I've done a lot of videos and webinars beforehand. So let me just be consistent with it. I like what Gary V was doing at the time with Facebook Live. I said, let me just touch base with my audience. So I 
started doing Facebook Lives. I had a friend come to me who was doing other podcasts in production. He's like, hey, you should really do a podcast. I'm like, no, I don't want to do all that work. And he's like, like, well, if you're using Zoom, which is what we're doing to record this, it's pretty easy to do. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, we'll do all the, uh, the heavy lifting for you. You just record it, and we'll do a lot of the production stuff and upload it to everything. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do that. So August 21st of 2017, we launched our first official Note Closure Show podcast. You know, we'd done 149 Facebook Lives prior to that. And so we started that off with episode 150. And now we're at episode 434. What? Yeah, That's crazy in that amount of time. How often do you post? You Almost daily. Sometimes multiple times a day. Because I travel a lot, so I always try to feed where we're having at least four episodes a week. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder he got to 400 and something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Four four episodes a week over 19 months. I mean, we'll have a little bit where we slug a couple, you know, maybe one or two a week. But then other times we'll catch up. But my show is kind of... 50% 50% of me interviewing, you know, vendors, investors, people in, in our field or students of mine. And the other half is me sharing nuggets about buying and selling distressed debt. So it's very niche I do a very deep dive on what I talk about. I don't, I mean, I'm very focused on the note business. I have one smaller little podcast that is just an upload of webinars I do on Monday night for people. But we just kind of crank this out. And lo and behold, this podcast is really uh, revolutionized our note business and what we're doing and how we're speaking. And that, instead of me going out and speaking at a lot of conferences like I used to do almost every month, we've turned a lot of that down because the podcast is really driving traffic and having some amazing results. And we've only been into it for 19 months, but our first 12 months, we hit 156,000 downloads, you know, another 170,000 views across Facebook and YouTube and some other things. But the biggest thing is what we were able to monetize our podcast with sponsorships and a membership site. And that's also leading to people opting into our workshops and mastermind as well. So our first 12 months of the podcast, we pulled in over six figures from it. That's fantastic. I love to hear stories like that. I know you have a really unique way of doing like full platform. So can you talk a little bit about how you've set it up for your production process and how you're utilizing, kind of squeezing all the juice out of the orange? <laughs> yeah. Right. We, we squeeze it to the last drop. It's like a <laughs> Good to the last drop. And then you eat the rind, right? You guys. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. So for everybody that's out there, I believe we're all media companies. That's the biggest underlying factor. And a media company usually tries to be across multiple medias. And if you look at what's going on with LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter, of course, Facebook Live. And then you look at what's going on with like Hulu and Netflix and even Disney channels getting their own aspect of things. I mean, that's a big media company, but they're looking at having their own Disney, you know, Netflix, basically. You have to start realizing that if you're not really kind of touching in other areas, you're really missing out on audiences. And my audience, especially in the real estate game, is a little bit older. They're not the most podcast sophisticated audience. You know, I have a 45 to 65 audience for the most part. And it's kind of trying to touch base with them. So when I do a, a, an episode, whether it's me or a guest, we use Zoom and we pay a little bit extra, like 15 bucks extra a month to have the ability to be able to hit one button and it'll connect us to Facebook. And then we can live stream straight to Facebook, to our Facebook channel, which is really nice. If Facebook is giving us issues like it was this morning on something, they're <laughs> recalibrating or whatever, we can also, instead of going to Facebook, we can click to go live to YouTube which is the second largest search engine. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you do some research, we go and type in top 100 most visited websites. YouTube's number two behind Google, right? Because they own it. Okay. 
Facebook's like in the top 10. There is only one podcasting kind of website or hosting service that's in the top 100, and it's not iTunes. It's Spotify, mm-hmm. more of a music aspect of things. And they're already down like number 58. So I was talking, as I was getting started, I was talking to all these podcasters, like, oh, I post to iTunes, I post to it. And I started looking back, I was like, okay, if you really want to expand your audience, you're missing out on all this other stuff up at the top. So once we do a, vi- a live episode, and I just go live, I don't edit it. It's on Facebook Live. We use a service called LiveLeap, LiveLeap.com. Since I have multiple business pages that are kind of niche with what I do, it automatically shares it to those business pages. My podcast page, my personal page, my business profile, my events page on Facebook. So it automatically distributes it. It also allows for you if you own any like groups on Facebook that you can automatically share it to those groups. And so I have a big group for my students that it shares it to. Since we're kind of niche, we went out and created little networking groups on Facebook in our bigger markets. So I'm in Austin, but we went out and created little Facebook groups in like Dallas and Detroit and Tampa and Miami. How that works is we get organic traffic people opting into that looking for like real estate in Tampa or Tampa notes. When we live stream it, it automatically recognizes the video on Facebook and shares it to, like I said, shares it to our Facebook pages, our Facebook groups which is awesome. Now we're just everywhere. Okay. Mm -hmm. Lively will also share it to your LinkedIn profile and to your Twitter profile that you're going live. And so that gets us extra, extra gravy. I like to say (laughs) going to this platform, you know, that's great. Some people are like, well, I don't have a very big profile. Like, well, go ahead. It doesn't cost anything extra just to be on there to get that extra traffic. And so We've grown our LinkedIn profile from 6,000 connections when I started a podcast to just under 16,000 connections. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And so that's one aspect of LiveLeap. We also use Mm repurpose.io. It's a great website that allows for us. It goes out and recognizes when we do a Facebook Live video. It'll recognize it and automatically upload it to repurpose so that all I got to do is log in repurpose, click a button, and it'll automatically upload that video to my YouTube channel with preloaded, you know, description or preloaded keywords. Then I can obviously go in and change the title. It'll read what I put on Facebook Live as the title and the description, but I can go back and tweak it from there. And then if I have a custom image, I can actually upload that there to repurpose.io. So I'm hitting YouTube at the basically the same time with a button or two and go from there. Is there a reason why you're doing the manual feature and, and repurpose rather than the automated? Or is it because you're adding something to it or doing something there? Yes, because if I do it, if I go ahead and say where it automatically did that, it would give the same description. It would re- reduce my juice on YouTube. When you upload a video to YouTube, what you, everybody, has, everybody has to realize it, it's going to automatically go out and look for traffic to feed your way. So if you had the same, if you had no title and it automatically did that, or you had a similar title, it would reduce your searchability. Hmm. Okay. So you want to kind of customize that description. You want to put it, you know, keyword kind of load a little bit, but you want it to be able to do that. So sometimes I'll upload six or seven videos at once with just a few buttons on repurpose if I've got some time, but it saves me a dramatic amount of time because it doesn't take me an hour to download the Facebook video. If I just did a Facebook live or the 30 minutes for me to download it after it does its calibration on zoom, I just go hit it and upload it and then walk away from it if I need to and come back to it. But now I've got the right title, the right keywords and the right small description in it that is going out and finding the right traffic for me. So are you, yeah, you're doing like keyword research then for YouTube and then putting together that title and using that instead. It sounds like. 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I have the keywords that I rank the highest in the description, you know, as the keywords, anyone, but I'll add a few here and there, depending on who the, the topic is or who the guest was that day. Fantastic. And do you optimize keywords too for your media host and all of that as well? And can you talk a little bit about that? I like to look at, I'll type in keywords that rank well, but then also the thing about Google, if you type in something, it'll tell you other, you know, search quotes on that. So I'll take those same quotes or those other keywords that are secondary and use them because I may be the only one using those secondary keywords. And so I'll rank really high when somebody types in mortgages versus mortgage. All right. Or I see a, a word that is often misspelled like friend, I still misspell friend all the way. I'll use the correct and the incorrect uh, <laughs> thing in my keywords because it will drive traffic, which is pretty cool. I should do that with entrepreneur because everyone misspells that word. Oh, oh yeah. For totally. spiritual entrepreneur, I should totally do that. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's kind of on the, when we do the video and upload that stuff there. Now we've got, there's a company that we work with that all I have to do for them to take my audio link from Zoom and then they do the production, they do the audio editing and they make me sound good and they get rid of the spots, you know, the long doles or the uhs or if I need something deleted, they edit it there. They then upload it to iHeart and iTunes and Spotify and like 25 different spots. But besides just the uploading, they will also transcribe my full podcast episode word for word. And they go on to my word, my website, weclosenotes.com. If you go there, you can click on the blog. You'll see what they do. They put a full blog, full 12,000, 13,000 character blog on their word for word of what I said, along with creating infographics, links. If I have a guest, like when you were on there, Debbie, mm -hmm. my podcast a while back at the bottom is your head shot, your links to your website, your social media stuff. Anything that we talked about is linked in there. Link back to your show, along with we'll also, if we see any hashtags that we like that we're about to, like hashtag spiritual entrepreneurs, one that we use with yours, obviously. Fantastic. And misspelled too, right? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. No, no. Just a regular I'm one. just kidding. <laughs> we say the misspells for me, okay? <laughs> but they put that on there and it works out really well. They create like two or three infographics. They put that in there, whether it's a square one or a, you know, oblong, you know, one that it will fit better for LinkedIn or Instagram. And that's really a beautiful thing. And then they take it one step further. When I upload it, you know, put the guest name and email address, they'll go ahead and automatically send an email out to my guests with a link to the show once it goes live. And then a couple images that they can use. And then they include what we like to call ego bait, hashtag ego bait, <laughs> which is taking a quote from the show, taking my headshot and say Debbie's headshot, the other guest, and create an image that makes you look good. I mean, you always look good, Debbie, but oh, thank you. <laughs> making our guests look good with a quote from them. And then we email it to them because that's what people don't want to just share an image of the, your podcast. They want to share something that's about them. So if you can put their headshot in a quote with your you know, logo in the small corner or your headshot in a smaller side, it works well. So a lot of people share our images. They share the show and that's helped us grow our audience as well too. So plus I, I can track downloads and I can track how we rank keywords and the fact that we upload the full episode word for word really has boosted our, uh, our SEO searchability online. You know, so we've gone from ranking before I start on day one, I ranked on 175 keyword searches. Now I rank on over 2,500 keyword searches. Mm. And what's funny is like my vendors and my sponsors, I actually rank higher on my website than they do on theirs. <laughs> 
Isn't that awesome? That's it's awesome. an awesome thing. And it comes in handy when say, hey, I rank higher for you. You sure you don't want to advertise with me or I can go to your competition? You know? That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. And so we do. That's the nice thing with that. And then my staff, I have one staff member here who's on marketing and she'll go and take the blog off our website, the images, and then she goes into our buffer account and then shares that across our different buffer platforms, whether it's Instagram or Pinterest or um, Twitter. I mean, we set up 30 to 60 days of content that's basically repurposed from our one episode that we did on Zoom. And and really kind of go that route. So then we're sharing it across platforms. Shannon actually will log into LinkedIn and create an article on that episode as well with an infographic, a short couple paragraphs, and then a link to the full article to back to our website. So, Wow. And is that from the transcript? She kind of makes an article through. Okay. Yeah. Just, you know, highlight of the the episode. She's not rewriting the full 12,000 characters. I don't want to do that. She's picking one or two paragraphs, highlights, and then say for the rest of the episode, go here and it's back to our website. That's fantastic. So you're you're mentioning something about advertising with you. So let's talk a little bit about that. (laughs) Actually, before I ask you that, are you finding that your traffic is coming more from than the social to the podcast or podcast to social, or are they kind of like head to head? Is it just circular? Like, what are you finding with this system? It's all. I mean, I can look at, I'll give you an example. When I wake up in the morning, after I hit a couple of websites that I look at for my industry, I'll flip on over and I can see my LinkedIn and I see everybody that's commented or liked the LinkedIn post or everybody that's liked the Instagram the whole so- social gratification that we all love, right? Oh, they like my page. They like my images. So it's you know, 20, 30 likes or comment. And then I'll see those same people opt in for a workshop or they'll go over to my website and then I see them sign up for our home study course. Or what's really great is usually once a week, I'll, bo- I'll do a shout out that, hey, if you're listening to this episode, shoot me a text message, you know, or opt into our text message service. Like if something text the word notes, N-O-T-E-S, to SETI2000. That'll get them in my database as well through a service called mobit.com. And then once they're in my system, <laughs> you know, then, we, <laughs> then we've got their email address, then we're marketing to them for other things or sharing nuggets. And then usually what happens is you have to give people time. And when somebody comes into my world, whether they're listening to a podcast or going to the website, it's a six-month courtship, I like to say. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I, I need to grow my list down and make money now. Like, you got to slow your roll, everybody. You got to realize mm-hmm. you, you got to build rapport. You got to give. The one night stands. No. <laughs> yeah, the one night stands. It's never a good thing. Nobody goes home with something that you don't want, honestly. But anyway, <laughs> what you have to realize is it's going to take time. So, what we see is as people sign up for workshops or they sign up for our coaching, it's becoming much more apparent that, hey, I've listened to your podcast for six months or I listened to your pod. I just binged six months of your episodes. I want to do business with you. I know how you talk now. And so that's why I like, I say, I'll do a topic a day if I can, because that gives them so much more content. It speeds up the process of them getting to know me versus those that do once a week or twice a week or once a month. It just speeds up. They fall. I won't say fall in love, but they fall in love with the content and what we're providing. And it, they, I'll give you an example. I, a lady signed up the other day for our program, our 15,000 coaching program for our note business because she'd been listening to podcasts and went from there. But uh, another thing that's worked really well is I use LinkedIn to go out and find other podcasts to speak on in the real estate industry. And so I just will jump on LinkedIn, type in podcast hosts. It'll pull up like 369,000 podcast hosts. 
And then I'll type in real estate after that. So that narrows it down to 15 to 17,000. And then I'll just connect you with 20 to 40 real estate podcast hosts a week. And I can always see once they connect with me, and then I'll go back and send them a personal message, say, hey, and I do, I listen to an episode or two of their podcast, make sure it's a fit and say, hey, I listen to your show, like it. I'll mention something personal about them in a good way. <laughs> and then I also include a short little two minute video on, on my podcast pitch. Hey, what I speak about so that they can watch that video. They get a chance to see my surrounding, how I speak. And that's a good thing because I get booked about 75% on other people's podcasts from just doing that alone on LinkedIn with that in a short video. That's fantastic. And do you find that that drives your numbers in the other areas? Huge. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, so much to the point, Debbie, so much to the point that I have turned down speaking at conferences in my niche. Wow. As I get better results, it's cheaper for me to stay home and knock out five podcast episodes on somebody else's podcasts. Versus me flying across the country, attending an event, you know, where I may speak for an hour, you know, I got to drop five grand in either sponsorships or booth fees or travel fees. I can stay home now and maximize it because I had that happen the other day. Somebody listened to me on somebody else's podcast, called up and said, I heard you speak on somebody else's podcast, watch four or five videos. How do I sign up for your coaching at 15 grand? Mm-hmm. You know, two guys this morning, hey, we heard you on this other podcast. We want to sign up for your online workshop. That's fantastic. And so are you just bringing people back to your business through some form of value? That's yeah. great. I love that, it. That's the thing. You, you got to add value. It's not any of this bait and switch or blow smoke. You up. always add value, Scott. You blow my mind. Every time we're all hanging out, you're like, and then I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And you just like share so freely. And I leave like, wow, that was brilliant. <laughs> well, the, the thing so, is, I love that about you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I've had a plenty of time of implementing little things. And that's the thing I look at you're not going to be able to implement this all overnight. Let's just make that realistic. You can implement one thing at a time. If you're going to start off podcasting, hey, start off with a recording, get, figure a Zoom out, if you, and then the whole Facebook sharing or uploading to YouTube. You know, I've built a forest, but it's because I've built and planted one tree at a time. It's taken a while to do it. Some of my team and some of my followers were there before because we were already marketing and, and doing some things. So the fact that we've just tweaked our message with podcasting versus just doing webinars has helped out tremendously, but share these little tidbits. Like I got the whole repurpose and live leap tip from attending PodFest mm. in 2018. There's a lady up there and this it drives me bonkers. This lady, she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to do a 30 day series on live video with my podcast. <laughs> she did it and it did great. And then she stopped doing video and she's like, oh, I got all these followers. And then she just stopped doing video. And I'm like, Consistency is key for sure. Yeah. I'm like, you're killing me, small. So I'm like, come on. Me. I mean, it was like, really? You just bombed yourself. <laughs> and I have to say that the $10 noisemaker I bought in San Francisco five years ago is probably what drives the people. I actually me. really want to get one of those. Well, who makes it? <laughs> you, you know what? It's like, it looks like a little red calculator. Yeah, it's out of Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> now I have another one. It's like 15, 16 ways to say the F word. Oh, I don't want Ruby that. Freeman would love. But. <laughs> I'm good without that one. But if anyone wants it, who makes that one? <laughs> it's like now. I mean, you just type in, I just type in noisemaker or uh, okay, noise sound maker. machine online and you can find like 10 bucks on Amazon. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. So for you, basically, then what you're doing is you're just recording the board days a week or whatever, and then taking that Zoom, uploading it to your team. They're rocking and rolling with it. And then handling it all that. And then you have the one person that's managing putting it. That's amazing that you've got that whole system. And so for your 
Facebook, that's all being Facebook and Twitter is all just live leap and then her buffer access. Fantastic. Now, Shannon's phenomenal. I mean, she's way phenomenal. She, but this is her, she graduated from Texas A&M last year. And so uh, a lot of people ask me, oh, man, how'd you find her? So I just posted an ad looking for somebody who's familiar with social media, you know, Facebook, you know, PowerPoint, Word. You know, she started off like 10 hours a week. You know, mm-hmm. she was working for somebody else 10 hours a week. And I just found stuff that she would do. And now the point is, I'll come in the office once or twice, you know, I'll maybe go and see her in her special office like once or twice a day, you know. A day? Yeah, a day. <laughs> because, I mean, I it's I work in an executive suite here. It's not, okay. Oh, okay. It's not like you're going somewhere else. Yeah, no, no. So <laughs> I'll, I'll see, like, podcast from home. <laughs> yeah, no, but she, she, at the point where she's doing such a great job, I'm willing to let her work from home a couple of days out of the week. That's fantastic. And so how did you find her? Did you find her on there? I ran a Craigslist dad. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Looking for marketing intern. Yeah. I interviewed like six people. I was going to hire two. One flaked off. Shan stayed, which is great. That's what I usually do. If you need to hire like two or three people, you yeah. get one because people are going to flake off. You know what I mean? That's interesting. That's smart. So for this other team that you work with, like what can people expect to invest if they want to have this kind of setup? Great question. So they have different packages. I like buy like a 25 episode package for 2,500 bucks. So it costs me about a hundred bucks an episode. Awesome. Okay. That's good. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's cheaper than I could hire somebody full-time to do all that stuff. And they're doing it for three to 400 people. It is not a like 24 hour turnaround time. And you have to expect that because they're doing a lot of extra stuff. It usually takes them like five to seven days to get an episode up, which is, you know, we do the Facebook lives. Some people love that. Some people like to listen to the audio. Other people like to read. Mm-hmm. One of the things we looked at too is, which was kind of surprising to me, but not really when you start to think about it is we're getting like 12,000 hits on our website each month and 3,000 is just from Google search on our keyword search, you know? Mm-hmm. So those are some numbers to keep in mind. Look at where you're, because everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to have a website. It's just going to draw stuff. Well, no, <laughs> no, not to do all this other <laughs> stuff with backlinks and check out my website. And honestly, if you're podcasting, you have to tell your audience what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, occasionally I say, hey, go follow me on Instagram or go follow me on Twitter. Go follow me, go subscribe to my, my YouTube channel. You know, those are the kind of things that you have to do. And we average, that's the thing. I'll mention it. I have a little list that I keep track of. Okay, did I mention it this week or not? You know, my YouTube followers from 800 to 1800 plus in just the last year too, which is great. That's fantastic. Yeah. So you're just rocking and rolling on all parts of the platforms. Just saying, Scott. <laughs> we're trying, you know, and you know, we're not, there's times I goof up. I mean, like I was trying to do something today and I couldn't remember my freaking Facebook password. Failing yeah. forward. Yeah. We're all good at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our, our Facebook will get temperamental and they'll rechange their algorithm. You know? Yeah. That's no fun. That's and I, fun. they're doing that today right now. Or my internet, I have my own kind of high speed internet here. It's just, I pay for separately than everybody else in the executive suite. So I, cause I do so much video and it's temperamental, you yeah. know? So I think what a lot of people do with entrepreneurs is since I believe we're a media company, we're all media companies, we're all in sales. So usually the first thing that I'm doing when I'm walking in my office in the morning is we're doing a podcast episode. Hmm. It's the, the 30 minutes or 60 minutes of marketing. And we start in the morning and that germinates across the interwebs and the social media things. And so people watch it and when they get around to it, you know, whether it's early in the morning or in the afternoon or the evening, that's why we always start off with good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Note Closures. Never know what I <laughs> And you're using the Zoom webinar then with the live leap for that, right? Yeah. Now, okay. I, 
Occasionally, I'll jump on. I, I now see Facebook Live will allow you to jump on and actually share your screen, which is kind of mm-hmm. a cool thing they've added. I toyed around with BeLive.tv for a little while, too, which is kind of a cool thing that will link into Facebook and then allow for you to, when people comment, you can share it to the screen and their Facebook you know, avatar will pop up so they, you know, they share more. But it was just got to the point where, I, since I'm cranking out so many episodes and I got to share, I have to thank our buddy uh, Joseph Warren over at the First 100K Podcast. He's like, dude, I, I don't have time for that. I want to streamline this. I was like, that's brilliant. So with Zoom, we just set up two calendars, one for the morning, one for the afternoon. It's the same link either time. That makes it easier. So I'm not going to go create a new Zoom link every time we have a guest. It's, you know, once they're opted into our, calend- our calendar link, they're booked at time, boom, they have a link. It's one of two links and we're rocking and rolling and going from there. Yeah, I use and I, I actually created a custom link that has a set number so that it's easy to remember. <laughs> in theory, it can be your phone number. And then I set up a waiting room for that. So people can't pop in because otherwise sometimes they pop in on you, which is no fun. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so and you were saying you had two rooms. So we did this international podcast day, which was extraordinary. You put together this whole spreadsheet for all of us and like sent out special images for us and you did video clips for us and I mean it was pretty amazing what you guys did and you like did a marathon all day I went out listened in the morning went out did stand-up paddleboarding had lunch did all this stuff came back you're still going we did our little interview and then came back in the evening you're still going (laughs) like he's amazing so is that team too was that all so it was easy because we had podcasters that were serious, you know, yeah. like you and other people from New Media Summit. And so that was the hardest thing was when I actually increased people's times. Like we thought we'd have 15 minutes because I thought we'd have 30 and then we ended up having like 24. So I went back and added people time. And yeah. some people like, oh, I was so set on that one time. Like, come on, work with me, people here, please. Okay? <laughs> come on, I'm herding cats. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I got to stay on, I think, a little extra because someone was, yeah. I, and I late, to... exactly. Mary Goulet ran a little bit late. But <laughs> made up for it. Gotta love Mary. But so that's what we, we decided with International Podcast Day, which is September 30th, which if falls on a Sunday or Monday this year, as we said, we just do a 12-hour live stream, like from 8 a.m. to 8 o'clock at night. And so when you figure in 15-minute increments or 20-minute increments, it's three an hour. 12 hours is 36 time slots. And this guy doesn't so, take breaks. He took like two breaks all day. Well, oh, I took breaks. Like, oh, you did? Some people don't know that I knew they were long-winded. So <laughs> I stopped sharing my screen and ran to the restroom real fast and, you know, and ran back. And they kept, didn't even know I was gone. Yeah, maybe I was one of those people. because I. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's funny is uh, Amy. I did it to Amy. Amy was talking. I got her on a question. I knew it was going to take a little while. <laughs> and she started going and I ran and came back. The You're same like, thing podcast you, uh, near the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm real close. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it was, it was yeah. You know, some people got going, which is great, which is awesome. That's fantastic. I want to ask you a bit about sponsorship. So we were talking about that, and I want to circle back to that. I don't want to forget. Um, you were mentioning, you know, you'd have other people, and I know that you're actually having active sponsors for your show, and you've done some monetization around that. Can you talk about how that process has worked for you? Yeah. So it, since we do a lot of episodes. You know, it's easier that way because since I'm doing like 20 episodes a month, I have the opportunity that I can give my sponsors a show just for them every month. So like I have the first Monday of the month, we deal with Quest Trust Company, which is a self-directed IRA company. So we label that Money Mondays for them. And that allows for them as they're running promotions throughout the month that that episode drives business to them. And for the last three years, I've been their biggest or one of their top two or three referrers of new business every year. 
So we talk about their events on that show, you know, any promotions that are going on. It's totally dedicated to them. And we make sure it falls in line with what we're doing. It's just not, it's not a pitch fest. It's just a, hey, here's what's going on, talking about some subject of self-directed IRAs or savings for your retirement, things like that, which is relevant in the, the note industry. And so, yeah, they pay me a flat fee each month to sponsor that. Um, I have another vendor who's a, a tra- well, they're not an attorney. They're like an entities company setting and creating entities and LLCs and then helping with asset protection. So that's always a good subject every month to go through. And so they get their one episode a month, same thing. They're paying me a monthly aspect. And then I also get a uh, affiliate split off of any services that they sell, which is kind of awesome. nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I have a third one that just is just an affiliate. I mean, they're, they're doing miniature workshops and other things throughout the month, usually once a month. And so we help them sell out their events. We're getting a split of ticket sales off their event, although they just realize now they, they really love it. So they actually came back to me and said, hey, we want to keep the affiliate, but can we pay you more? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Let's see. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So that's, I mean, we got an, a four sponsor and things like that too. So that's the thing, because now we've got our production costs covered each month because it costs us roughly about three grand a month in production costs yeah. between, you know, little websites, Zoom, our episodes, you know, so we're getting, we're bringing in, we brought in forty-eight, forty-nine $49,000 last year just off of those sponsorships. Okay. That's great. Yeah. But then we also say everybody has a raving audience out there mm. of fans and followers and things like that. We decided let's start a membership site. So last March, which would have been March, month number six of the podcast, six or seven, we decided to let's do a, a membership. And so what we do is for $97 a month, we send out monthly swag to our audience. And so what's the swag you might ask? It might be a coffee cup. It might be a hat. It's a t-shirt. Oftentimes throughout the month, we'll have a couple of people that have a book. They've launched a book or got a book that's coming out. So we have them on as a guest. And part of what they've got to do is provide a hundred copies of the book. Awesome. Okay? So we'll send two, one or two books out. We also do a little couple extra webinars each month just for those members. So they get a little bit extra love. And so if you figure you got 97 bucks times 75 to 100 people, mm-hmm. and it costs you less than 35 bucks a month for your swag and the books and other things and shipping. That's great. That's 60 bucks a person there because it's that's a whole lot easier to do on, think about that, 60 bucks times 12, that's 720 bucks that you're making off a person. But what we also do, our, our other vendors, our other sponsors know that they're serious people, so they offer up discounts to them too. Like, oh, here's instead of you paying a hundred bucks for this one day workshop, since you're a WCN crew member or a part of the, the no Club show, we'll comp you in. Here's your special mm-hmm. comping code. Or our vendors will say, okay, instead of paying 50 bucks to upload a loan, we'll cut it to 25 because you're a member. That's great. Yeah. So I always say, if I can't make you or save you 97 bucks a month, I'm doing something wrong. So. <laughs> well, are you filling your webinars with your podcast too? Like oh, yeah. I remember you saying, so can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know you make a good revenue stream in that way as well. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we have our education classes, our online trainings, you know, thousand bucks includes videos. And then we'll do some live Zoom based workshops that are two or three days, three times a year that will sell individually like six ninety nine bucks. So that's the thing is getting people to opt in to your database, get them into the webinars. And then we do a soft push. Like, hey, if you're really looking for extra coaching, besides this free webinar that we did on Monday night that we've now owned the industry called Note Night in America. Oh, fun. Like, yeah. Like instead of football night in America, it's Note Night in America. <laughs> 
And then I rip off on that. Totally <laughs> stole it. Changed the logo up a little bit. Put notes instead of football. And it it's okay. Fun. As non non football people that right <laughs> don't know. Note funding league over there, right? <laughs> we know no better over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got NFL, and, uh, but yeah. But that leads, you know, so every Monday night we'll have somewhere between 200 and 500 people on a free webinar. And every week, 20% of that audience is brand new people into our database. Oh, that's fantastic. So and we make it easy to like, instead of having somebody go, I mean, they all, we send emails after database, they opt in. And of course we share it across social media, but we made it really simple. So, and I'll do this in the way, Hey, if you'd like to opt in to our note night in America, just text the word night to 72,000 and you'll get opted in with a mm-hmm. link. So, so what is the direct link to the webinar then? Like, and how, what's the percentage you find of people that come from like podcast versus say other areas? Nice. Cause zoom allows you to create a custom link for where we post it. Ah, smart. So zoom, like I have a regular zoom link and then I create a custom link in zoom for my email a custom Zoom link for Facebook, a custom Zoom link for LinkedIn, a custom Zoom link for Twitter, another one for Pinterest. And then I have another one that's just a Zoom link for Mobit, which is what I use with that text messaging service. Smart. So 25% of our audience comes from Mobit every Monday night. Wow. Interesting. Huh. And how much would it cost to have a Mobit account? Is that expensive or? It's not the cheapest thing. It's like 1500 bucks a year. And then you get charged by how many text messages are sent out to you. Okay. Gotcha. You know, you can buy them in like 2000 text messages is like 40 bucks or maybe it's 5,000. I don't remember, but it's a great thing too, because once people are into our system, we'll go back in and send a text message reminder, like a 30 minute reminder to their cell phone. So, Hey, right. don't, don't miss out. Here's the webinar link. And since we're using zoom, it's web friendly. So they can literally watch on their cell phone or their smartphone at the same time. They can't make it on their laptop. Awesome. God, you know, I could talk to you all day, Scott, and I know we're coming up against our time. So let me ask you, ding. <laughs> oh, hang on. Where's that? Put it on over here next to the F1. Okay. There we go. <laughs> hang on here. <laughs> One more here because we got to come to an end. Right. <laughs> we're not ready yet, though. I have two more. Questions for you. All right. So one is if you could leave like the startup podcaster or the, or the more advanced podcaster with one piece of advice for their journey of podcasting, what would it be? Easiest thing is just start doing video. Yeah. Just start start doing video. I mean, YouTube's the second largest search engine owned by the number one search engine. If you do a search, what pops up on after the paid ads, usually videos. And I quote this, you know, humans have an eight second attention span. Goldfish have a nine second attention span. <laughs> If you look at this, if you look at your Facebook or look at your, when you're scrolling through, if somebody just puts text, you really don't watch it that much. Yeah. You look at videos or faces or images, and that's where everything is going. So if you don't do video or don't have some sort of, I mean, you don't have to do it live. You could record it like here and then upload it separately. Just do some, as I like to say, to learn how to play, you got to be in the game. Well, if you're just sitting on the bench and not in the game of posting to Facebook or Post your videos to YouTube. It's cutting your audience off, not in half, but you're really probably eliminating yourself from three quarters or 75% of your audience from those that would come across it and then listen to your podcast. That's great advice. So do you don't think the repurpose little pictures with the waveform is quite as good, huh? <laughs> you know, audiograms are great. People like that, but you know. Yeah, I gotcha. You know, everything is going video these days and you can yeah. either... Those are great fixes. You know, they're great. I know it's hard sometimes because people don't like being in front of a camera. I get it. But you have to realize, would you have rather have somebody 
listen to you or watch you and get to know you. It, it just speeds up the whole mm-hmm. funnel conversion if you're thinking about that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's faster. And you could batch it, right? Because I batch all my episodes. Like I've had, this is my one of four today that I've got going on. Only one for the podcasters on purpose at rest or for the spiritual entrepreneur, but you would batch those as well if you wanted to just batch. Yeah, you could batch it. I mean, I'm going on vacation in the middle of May. I think we're going for like three and a half weeks to Europe and stuff like that. I'm going to have 15 episodes batched and then we'll use Restream just to share those and reschedule them all 30 minute episodes and just have them start rolling out Monday through Friday and Lively will pick that up and Facebook Live will pick it up. And Restream is what? What is Restream? Restream allows for you to take a video and same thing, blast it across a lot of other places at the same time. Is it a private tool or is it part of Facebook? It's a different. It's a whole different thing like Live Leap or Repurpose. Oh, awesome. Okay, I've never heard of that. I'll check it out. All right. And if the podcaster on purpose listening in would like to get more of you and your awesomeness, where would they go? You just go to WeCloseNotes.com. It's okay. simple. Or if you want to really get some great information, you can always text the word notes to 72000. Be in our system that way or opt into one of our things on the website. But, you know, that's the easy thing. WeCloseNotes.com. If you, if you type in Scott Carson, it'll be me or a English goaltender. Okay. <laughs> He's the most recognized Scott Carson. I'm right below him. But if you do buy the I Heart S Scott Carson, it's not my fan club. I'm sorry. It's, it's- <laughs> Awesome. And you've had a very special gift for these guys in terms of just like you put together a whole video on all this. Can you talk a little bit about that? And then I'll give the link. Yeah. So I know I confuse a lot of people listening to this thing about the things that we do. Literally an hour before we jumped on here, I actually just finished up doing that whole video. So I did a uh, hour plus, maybe a little bit less of me going through step by step with video and then me actually going over to the websites and showing you what I'm clicking on or how to set that stuff up for you too. So That's awesome. No cost. It's just my way of giving back to the podcasting community that has been so productive and so helpful for me over the last 19 plus months. You're so always so awesome and generous, Scott. I love you for that. And so many other things. You're just amazing. So guys, if you want to get that, go to podcastersonpurpose.com forward slash Scott with two T's. Okay. Right. (laughs) Double barrels of tea. (laughs) Double barrels of tea. Scott, thank you so much for sharing your amazing gifts with us. You know, and if you guys, if you're listening in and you are wanting to get into doing some of the real estate things that Scott knows about, he's genius. Not only you're hearing it in the podcasting side, this isn't even like his main business. So I just invite you to, to listen to that. I was listening to one of his episodes on the plane and I was like, wow, he knows all that too. (laughs) So um, check him out. Just be focused. Be focused. I've been focused on it for 10 years. Sometimes I talk in my sleep. It's scary. Watch out. It's scary. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us, Scott. You're amazing. I just, I love who you are. I love how you walk the world. And I really appreciate you. Hey, Debbie, thank you so much. Hey, guys and gals listening, go on over there. Opt in, subscribe to Debbie's show. Give her a five-star review. I love this podcast and I know you do too, but the best way To share that love, the simplest is to leave a five-star review and a nice review. Debbie loves it, and I know it'll make her day. So do that for me as a way of showing some love back to our favorite spiritual entrepreneur out there. (laughs) Thank you so much, Scott. And yeah, and if you guys want to leave him a five-star, I know he'd love it too on the Note Closer show. So Right. Hang on. I'll pay you for that later. Okay. Anyway, if you are new or returning to the show and have not yet subscribed, please subscribe to receive the latest episodes as they're released. And if you love what you heard today, we love a great review, as Scott mentioned, too. So 
from Scott and I over here. Thanks so much for listening with us today. And it is your time to podcast on purpose. Hey there, have you ever thought about creating your own podcast? If so, I'd love to support you with giving you a free guide on how you can create your studio and set up for your podcast. If you'd be interested in learning more about the microphone that I use, the headset that I use, the software that I use (laughs) to do these shows, I'd love to share that with you. You can go on over to podcastingonpurpose.com.